You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bosswell Users Group Radio Show for Monday the 20th of June 2022. We acknowledge the Yurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of Current Affairs. My name's Chris. And uh, coming up on today's show which is Yarra Bicycle Users Garoto. It's uh, Steve and I are going to be going through a whole bunch of local bicycle news, uh, bug news, and, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of uh, stuff that we sometimes cover and don't cover that well, but today we're having a crack at it. And, uh, oh, what a start to the morning. It's actually double, uh, <laughs> double digits out there, and it's actually feeling unseasonably warm for winter. If you've been riding in this morning, the, the wind chill was a bit lower than expected. And uh, I hope if you're around the Melbourne area, you've been getting out and about and uh, having a look at the, the Rising Festival and all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just the CBD and all that at the moment is really going off. Uh, as I said, I've got a heap of news and events. So... I might as well just get into that. Radiothon 2022. Keep communities strong. We need your financial support to be independent, community controlled, and focus on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon keeps the station strong and enables us to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference, and all donations over $2 are tax deductible. 3CR Radiothon, show your support during June 2022. 3CR, keep community strong. We're going to talk a little bit about some news that's happening around Melbourne. First up. So this is uh, if you're riding northbound Gardner Road, maybe even past the Notting Hill towards uh, Gardner's Creek Path uh, railway lines. Mm-hmm. Some raised pavement treatments sponsored by TAC. Oh, so yeah. Transport Accident Commission. So this is in uh, Clayton North. Yes. 
So this will benefit uh, anyone attending Monash uh, and running north or southbound. So that's kind of like a, it's a north-south route we're talking about in Clayton? Yes. Okay. And there's a media release on that from the state government, uh, pedestrian and cyclist safety upgrades near Monash Uni. So that would be great for people in that area who travel around there. And it's also, yeah, it's $100,000 which has been awarded to the Monash City Council to fix that up. Green asphalt marking, pedestrian priority, raised platforms, those sort of treatments that slow down traffic yep. and provide a safer path to and from the uni. Uh, and that links Forster Road, which I believe has already got a shared path or an off-road path on it. Okay. Um, they were doing some works there quite a while ago, but it's been a while since I've been past. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good thing for Monash attendees. Right, next one we've got, uh, we're going to talk about what's happening up the Yarrabooli. Uh, this is ongoing. It started in May. And there's some works around what the Yarra Street and some raised uh, intersection sort of stuff going on. Yeah, so Yarra Street, Yarra Vale Road and Molesworth Street are all getting raised pavement treatments, lane markings and centre islands. Are they for pedestrians or is it just like a traffic delineation thing? It's a traffic thing, but I think the idea is those... Uh, island treatments are like those little if you're slow crossing the road you can stop on the traffic island so you can escape from speeding cars we still design things the wrong way don't we yes and Mm. what i would point out to perhaps speeding riders is that there'll be two things there'll be works going on if they haven't been completed at one of these intersections yet and those changes of a raised pavement means that you're changing the road surface. So maybe it's a time to update all those Strava segments. Uh, on yeah, this. would you think you get a bit of air on the lee side of that? It's uh, always a possibility. Yeah, but anecdotally, what's some history you could tell us about the Yarra and Kew boulevards of um, things that you've seen over the, the decades? Uh, I've seen people training behind mopeds so they've been motor paced in the dark that's on not the boulevard. yeah but that's not quite so i've seen that i've seen, there's been races there was a triathlon at uh, yarra bend well the, tro- the teardrop's still used all the time the teardrop is yeah. yes for crits yeah this is out on the actual boulevard it gets a lot of cycle traffic well be more um riders out there than cars most of the time yeah and uh, what, what I was more interested in from a historical perspective of is the uh, tarmac treatment they've had to change over the years because of incidents, because yeah. people go at speed and do not drive to conditions, or our wheeled uh, motorised friends as well. Uh, yeah, well, it it was very popular amongst our motorised uh, two-wheel brethren um, around there, lots of... Uh, Peg scraping fun to be had before but, the fun police and the actual police. Um, well, safety down. wise, let's not be silly. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so Yarra Bully, keep an eye out. There's going to be some changed road conditions at the intersections that uh, the three that Steve listed off. 
Um, reconfigurating the uh, Studley Park off-ramp intersection, the yeah, all that sort of stuff as well. So there's a, there's a lot going on around there. So keep an eye out for either change conditions or works. And we'll put uh, the stuff from Vic Roads into the podcast description if you want to have a little bit more of that. Now, there's a local issue going on at the moment with the, the redevelopment that has been finished of the Richmond uh, Shopping Centre down on the corner of Church and Bridge Road where there's been ample bicycle parking or hitching sort of things put in but it's a fair distance away and you would be familiar with Sheffield Loops and lots of things that are at ground level. Now can you explain to the listener, because um, we're talking about a visual medium, what has happened at this shopping centre? Okay, so they've provided a lot of bike parking in the basement. So it's not necessarily... Now, this will... I, perhaps there's a, a visit, an expedition to this shopping complex to oh, check this out. Plenty of people but, have gone down there and they're just a bit perplexed. Yeah. What they've done is hitching rails up the wall. So these are the rails that you can hang your bike on on the wall. So more suited to um, lighter bikes, maybe commuters. This would this sort of treatment would would suit commuter traffic, but not necessarily shoppers, because shoppers tend to have bikes set up to carry things. Could you imagine, really, pick, picking your bike up and having to balance it on its back wheel? Oh, this is... You, you have to lift your bike right onto I know, the... and I'm looking like, you know, my dear old commuter is a Shogun, bog standard, late 90s, probably should update it to something better. I don't think I could use this, let alone the amount of people who've got e, um, e-bikes or e-cargo bikes. Now, to take in consideration, down at Richmond... Library, which is managed by the city of Yarra, they have a little decal on the on the ground there near one of the parking things that it's for e-cargo bikes. Now, this is a classic mismatch of what we're looking here at the Richmond Shopping Centre. They kind of missed the brief, I think, or didn't get the memo. Yeah, so they've provided they've got a, they've got the contractors in. They've fixed a lot of racks to the wall. That's but... a lot of racks. This and that photo, there is just the icing on the cake up this, there. This photo shows, well, it shows a cable tray and shows it <laughs> looks like a video camera, so it looks like there might be security there. I but, think they've got potential to change this. But I don't, uh, I just don't see it being used the, the way they've intended. Well, given what people carry in the like, and, and again, if you want to contrast, go down to Richmond Library and have a look what they've put in for Cargo bikes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not trying you know, uh, to. Well, actually, no, we are trying to criticise and maybe you should have a think about it. And it's not set in stone, even though it looks like it's bolted to concrete. It can be fixed. Yeah. And I think uh, if you're in the area, go down, have a look, take some photos, and get in touch with uh, shopping centre management because I think we will be too. Hi gardeners, 
Get ready to turn on and tune in to the Gardening Show's annual Radiothon. It all takes place on Sunday the 26th of June from 7.30 till 10am when you can help keep your favourite gardening show on air. As usual, we'll have great deals on seeds, organic products, gardening tools, nursery vouchers, magazine subscriptions and of course new and used green focused book titles. Or simply make a tax-deductible donation to support 3CR Community Radio and The Gardening Show. Please dig deep for the 2022 3CR Gardening Radiothon, 7.30 till 10am on Sunday the 26th of June. Looking at more media releases. Westgate Tunnel. Victoria's big build. Well, yesterday there was a uh, park opening and some plantings and stuff out there. Uh, I think it was in uh, Hoskin Reserve, Alterna North. This is the Kuroit Creek project. And there's going to be a connection from that along to the Federation Trail. I think we're talking lower. Yes. So they've changed, they've made made path improvements and plantings as, along the Kuroit Creek to, to make a path connection to the Federation Trail. From the Kuroit Creek, and that's the missing link along there. Because, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know the exact one I'm thinking of, which has been missing for a very long time, i.e. probably two decades. And, uh, yeah, Federation Trail, which is much used and much flooded. It's anything like Mooney Ponds Creek? Yes, much flooded. But we'll talk a bit about what they've done down there with some of the diversions for works. Oh, they've done a lot of work uh, for the uh, projects. and they're Basically from North Melbourne, Kensington, right through to Footscray Road, all of the works in that area, they've gone to a lot of effort to put in pontoons, and bridges and connections. So and this defenses. is Mary. Uh, you're talking about Mooney Ponds Creek and all yes, that as well. Along that Mooney yep. Ponds Creek corridor. Yep. Uh, to keep that Capital City Trail open. Well, yeah, it is part as it comes around that big loop and you come down to the end of Footscray Road. Yeah, so yeah. it's a busy commuter path, and it has been well uh, well looked after, and as has the um, connection across to Footscray. Uh, uh, I've heard middling things about Shepherd's Bridge, yeah, but yeah, well the the path I took across that way, mm. it where the along the parallel path of Footscray Road where the uh, works are, mm. they've gone to effort to put in build temporary bridges and connections and ramps. So and we fencing. should. So we've got to give them some credit for providing path connections and connectivity while the works are going on instead of just saying detour, go away. Yeah, which seems to happen, unfortunately, a bit too much. But I think councils are, and and, and also um, authorities like Melbourne Water and all that sort of stuff, are getting much, much better at this sort of stuff. 
but there's always room for improvement. Now, also in that uh, inner west area, there is that protected bicycle way going up, which I'm not particularly fond of, but they are building it, and that's the one along... Dynan Road. Dynan Road, yeah. Yeah, so I've only ever seen one or maybe two people ride along Dynan Road. I wouldn't recommend that no, Dynan but... Road connection into the into the end of the city there, North Melbourne... Uh, West Melbourne, West Melbourne. West Melbourne's awful sometimes um, for, for traffic through so there. So having a dedicated cycleway along there. But the, the construction of it, it's it, the, the, what, what we're getting at. It's a raised, elevated, velo weight, and I see issues with it. You're you're, you're isolated. You know, look, we're talking, we're talking a bit hypothetically here. We'll have to wait till it's finished, unfortunately, because they are building it, and I have criticised this a few times over the years but uh, will they get it right will they remains to be seen now on to bug news Borundara bicycle user group have got a petition out at change.org to in order to support their own bicycle strategy you might have heard on the show uh, a couple of times where I did mention about the 2022 Burundara Bicycle Strategy and they've got a petition out for people to support it. Now, uh, what's the general thrust of this? They've, they've, they've put it out, it's had public feedback and now they're trying to get their council to actually support it and this sounds a bit familiar with some of the things we've had to deal with in Yarra. So the council officers have gone to the effort of creating the strategy and now... Uh, we're looking for support of the councillors to go ahead with the uh, strategy. And a lot of these connections, especially on the eastern part of Borondara, come straight into Yarra. And this is vitally important that, you know, people from Yarra, people from Stonington, Glen Ira, all that inner east support Borondara bug. So um, I'll put the pod, put the descriptions into the podcast description. And also it wouldn't uh, hurt to, um, if you're in the Borondara area, or in the council area, to, to contact your local council and tell them that you strongly support them to support Borondara's own initiatives. Yeah, implement, implement the plan that the council officers have drawn up and, more importantly, fund the improvements yeah. that the strategy uh, highlights. Yeah, basically, you know, writing for all ages and abilities. Uh, I can't see any reason why a councillor would be against that, especially those key connections into Yarra and then into Melbourne and then, you know, all that sort of... Uh, anyway, connections, yes. Okay, on to the next bit of news and events. Okay, uh, I think we're scooting across to... Um, this is Glen Ira Bug. Bicycle uh, user group, yep. Um, having a community bike ride from East Caulfield Reserve. Sunday, 3rd of July uh, at 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. Where do they meet? Uh, they're meeting at the East Caulfield Reserve. This will be a ride along the Dejering and Scotsman's Creek Trails. Uh, there'll be a little bit of road link up between the trails. Um, 25 kilometres return, approximately two and a half hours. Meet at uh, 9.45 for a 10am sharp departure. 
And that is Sunday, 3rd of July, if you're in the area of Glenora. Cool. And I think um, Whittlesea had a Whittlesea bug had a pretty long ride coming up. Uh, I think that's a bit sooner. I think it's the end of this month. Uh, having a ride um, 60 or 70 kilometres. Yeah. Um, so starting at Epping train station, this is 26th of June, 8am, Epping railway station, 60 kilometres, 60.4 someone's... So they're doing uh, a huge bog lap of the city and then back up to Epping. Yes. Yeah, so wow. they're coming all the way down and looping around the city, taking the punt. And then returning. Interesting too that this this weekend just gone. Uh, ben Carroll, the uh, minister for was it roads in Victoria, uh, put out a nice little thing on Twitter saying how much the punt is as as an unknown treasure. It's basic. What is what is the punt? The punt is the connection underneath the Westgate uh, across to yeah east west connection yep. across the river, linking that western. Fisherman's Bend around Fisherman's Bend over to Williamstown, Yarraville. Yeah, I have I have some not so fond memories of going around Lorna Street, but anyway. Yeah, but it's it's a good connection and uh should be more used and as uh, someone Wag said that term um, it's really good if you could use it via Mikey. It was connected if it was actually part of public transport. Yeah. So here's a ride if you're getting in, back to uh Whittlesea. Uh, if you're in or and or Epping, they're Northern, stopping for yeah, they're stopping Northern for coffee Pipe, as well. They will. Everyone stops for coffee. Northern Pipe Trail to the Capital City Trail, all the way down Foots, to Footscray Road. So they'll stop for coffee, return via the punt through the city and back north again. So for more details, go to wbug. I'll start that again. Wbug.org.au and look at rides and have all the details on there for you. There's some news on the Yarra Valley Trail. Okay. Now, the Yarra Valley Trail, Lilydale, it's the Lilydale to Yarra Glen section that is that also connects to the Lilydale-Warburton. So just out of Lilydale, as you're leaving Lilydale, this heads north to towards Yarra Glen. Okay. And there's been a press release by Bicycle Network describing that uh, the works that are proceeding on this Yarra Valley Trail, uh, they've it's uh, it's connected through to Coldstream already. And the other trail news is there's been a uh, commitment to Stage 2A of the Yarra Valley Trail. And what does that entail? The Yarra Valley Trail, the, this stage is to connect Lilydale... Lilydale Warburton Trail to the Yarra Valley Trail. Okay. In another loop. But the general thing of this, this is a progress report. This isn't a ribbon cutting uh, media no, release. No, they haven't even finished the bit to Yarra Glen yet. And once they've finished the bit to Yarra Glen, that's going to be the link to the Northeast Hills. Mm. So off road trail from Lilydale, and it's possible to take almost an off road trail all the way out of the city all the way to Lilydale and then either to Warburton or now with this trail to Yarra Glen and then you, your ability to use low traffic roads to get into the hills, into Tulangi, uh, onto Murrindindi, 
on to anywhere in the northeast. Yeah, I can remember uh, when you were doing the uh, Hunt 1000 and you had a bit of trouble a couple of years ago, the eastern section of it, and this may alleviate some of that problem. You're you coming could, down. You're you coming down from the Alpine region. You could definitely link. You could definitely link onto it mm. and go down through Lilydale, but the Hunt route took you across towards uh, Warrandyte, whereas this would take you on a low traffic route off road. Okay. And take you into Lilydale, and then the ability to go Lilydale in towards uh, in towards the city. And a bit of local news that uh, still waiting for that uh, apparently that winter work or you know, commencement for the uh, ramps at Gibbs Street. I want to follow that up with uh, Parks Victoria, but what is commencing in that area is that uh, City of Burundara are commencing replacing the um, that northern land bridge to Warmler and they've got uh, got some signage up for it. Uh, there's a lot of discussion going on at the moment. I'll try and keep you across it. But Burundara have got uh, on their site, the council have got a fair bit of information up. It's going to be a longer land bridge connecting the existing Warmler bridge because unfortunately it got heritage listed so they can't uh, replace it. But there is believe it or not, moves for a new, new, new bridge somewhere else that I will try and follow up for future episodes. But there's a lot happening in that area and um, unfortunately, you know, a lot of advocacy goes on. Uh, Sometimes it's successful, sometimes it isn't. That sort of ties into the boulevard. uh... Boulevard and Gibbs Street, so keep an eye out. So will we, but it's, yeah. There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. (laughs) So don't be surprised if there's works going on um, that may detour your journey if they're doing some of the works, particularly on that land bridge at Walmer um, and or the boulevard. Because they're starting a long way back this time. With that land bridge, it's uh, it's no longer going to be that Salem course down Walmer Street towards the towards the Yarra River. It's going to be nice and flat from a fair way up. Okay, and I'll, we'll put the dis- the rest of that from Borondara into the podcast description. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. CCR is about community, and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills, or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. And you're indeed listening to Yarra Bosque Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR. And I should back announce that uh, we're broadcasting from Naram, Melbourne, Australia, and we'll show about bicycles and all sorts of stuff and urban transport matters. Now, uh, I've got two more uh, petitions that are going on. Uh, a, re- a Moreland resident has just kicked off a uh, one on change.org, Save the Pascal Vale Bike Lanes. And uh, residents living in the north of Moreland, yeah, Pascal Vale, uh, Glenroy, Oak Park, Hadfield, 
uh, Faulkner, pay the same rates in taxes as everyone else, but have less access to public transport and fewer safe bike paths. Now, this has just kicked off um, for... The uh, Kent Road and Northumberland Road things that keep that going. And again, I'll put that into the podcast description. And a uh, the other one, I think uh, Faith and Val might have mentioned this one, that uh, there was supposed to be a bike lane trial in Kerford Road. Uh, and Vic Rhodes pulled it and didn't go ahead with it. And uh, Port Phillip Bicycle Users Group um, want that trial to go ahead. So there's a petition out for that also on change.org. And that's got that's getting towards... Actually, no, it's getting towards 800 signatures, so that's pretty serious. So that's uh, connecting um, sporting facilities, local schools and all that sort of stuff and the new Anzac station. So also um, not only sign it, but contact uh, City of Port Phillip and Vic Rose to let them know that this should go ahead. Again, I'll put that in the podcast description. And... As you may remember, last week we had our Radiothon show and we have the show, like every other program here, has a target to make. And we had $1,300. And you know what we've made? We've made $1,800. Isn't that fantastic? Give yourself a round of applause. And the great thing about that is when we go over the target, that helps out the station, helps out all you know other shows. Uh, and it's fantastic that... Uh, you have helped keep community radio on air for another year. It, this place is very tightly run for, you know, only 250000 a year that they have to raise to keep this uh, amazing community resource going. And it's fantastic that you, our lovely listeners, have contributed. If you still want to uh, contribute, you can go to our Give Now for Yarrabowski Users Group Radio or you can donate online at 3cr.org.au. Okay, that's all I've got for today. We should have our podcast up shortly at 3cr.org.au or on our mirror site. And uh, up next, we should have Sheba. CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Backrose Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.